Welcome, folks, to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr. Every week, diving deep into the truth of Catholic social teaching and restoring all things in Christ. The Uncommon Good is on the air. I'm Bo Bonner. I'm Bud Marr. We are coming to you from these United States of America, here in the middle of the country, the convergence of two rivers, 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 rivers. <laughs> Iowa Catholic Radio, this is The Uncommon Good. We are so happy to be with you this Wednesday. As always, we are underwritten by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where Bud and I both are gainfully employed as far as we know. Right? Right? I'm kidding. Last time I checked. Last time we all checked. <laughs> I am the senior advisor uh, for mission initiatives uh, and also the director of the C- uh, Center for Human Flourishing out there. Bud, tell the good folks what you do at Mercy College of Health Sciences. I'm the associate provost at Mercy. I'm feeling a little down today. It's the post, <laughs> post-fair. post You know, it's sort of like Christmas, all the anticipation. That's called like uh, your sh- like your blood sugar is, is diving out <laughs> because it, it was spiking so much. Yes. Well, this is the first year I did do the fried candy bars, and that is an experience. I think <laughs> I'm not I'm not exaggerating for the sake of good radio. I, it took me about 24 hours to recover. Like my heart rate was at a different speed. <laughs> heart rate, brain waves, all of it. Well, uh, did you did you take the whole clan, or how much of the clan did you take out? So the whole clan went last Tuesday, I believe. And that was during the day when I was gainfully employed at the college, or I was going to say working at the college. Um, and then I went down and I tabled with Iowa Catholic Radio, which is always fun. Deacon Mark was there. Um, Amy from, you know, administrative support in the office. And so we were there hanging out, talking to folks about Iowa Catholic Radio. Heard a fascinating Medjugorje story, but maybe that's another episode. <laughs> and then uh, my father-in-law dropped off uh, G- Gianna, Mary, and Dominic. So from about... 8.30 till 11, uh, those three were, that's kind of the middle part of the pack. They were riding all the rides. Oh, wow. Yeah, so do you have uh, any rides that you, you hope they bring back next year and ones that you're definitely hoping they never bring back? Well, you're going to laugh at me, but I actually only rode one ride. When I, <laughs> when I was 16, I would get on, like, the scariest, craziest roller coasters and just love it. You know, this time um, we bought the little, like, card pass or whatever Mm -hmm. and i went on the ferris wheel and that thing's just you know like slowly like lollygagging around and when we got to the top i was like clutching the bars and (laughs) dominic's like what's wrong with you you know but i guess my my experience of heights has changed as i got older so the rest of the time i just mostly watched the kids and um the one they loved the most i think there was one that started forwards and then went backwards and they Mm -hmm. thought that was pretty cool see for me the big change is i like the idea of like, oh, being in the front of the roller coaster, all these things like this. Um, I weigh a lot more than I used oh. to, and I don't think the machines are always graded out for that. And I don't mean like I think the straps are going to break. What I mean is I'm always going far faster than everyone else, and I'm kind of worried about the eventualities of that might happen. But, you know, if it did happen, bud, and I had to go to the hospital, who I'd get cared for? Students from Mercy College of Health Sciences, who underwrites our so- show, mchs.edu. Uh, we're actually in between semesters, uh, but we're getting ready to start very soon. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the, the grand kickoff for everybody getting started back with school. And uh, Mercy College, similarly, uh, is doing that soon. So we're going to have school starting here uh, just very soon, even though we kind of start late because we have three semesters. But if you want to know about that three-semester year and how that speeds you through uh, different um, uh, degrees that you could get, go to mchs.edu. 
Yeah, we use the phrase calm before the storm. I think it really is true in education. Like you said, Mercy College of Health Sciences has the tri-semester track. And with Mercy Plus, there's always things going on. But uh, I think the last week in August is probably the quietest week on campus. But it's about to be bustling, my friend. That's right. It's like when the counting crows, to bring it back a long time to our high school years, <laughs> August and everything after. That's oh. That's sort of... They were making an album about uh, how Mercy College works. They didn't know it. For me, the nostalgia is the sound of cellophane being ripped off of a textbook. I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I was such a nerd. I, I used to love the pile of textbooks. And I don't know if they still use cellophane. Maybe that's not environmentally friendly anymore. But it was kind of like buying a new album, which kids these days don't really have they, the experience. None of, of this is making sense. I was going to say, I remember when they would bring us to the bookstore where I was at and it was just in the deepest, darkest dungeon of the student union, and I loved that. You just go through. I kept buying books yeah. that were not the classes that I had them for and probably made some people very angry because I picked up some cool books. But at any rate, if you want to relive that, uh, mchs.edu. Uh, thank you, Mercy College, for underwriting our show. This is The Uncommon Good. Bo Bonner, Dr. Bud Mars. Stick around. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry. Sarah is an apostolate dedicated to the support of new and existing vocations to the priesthood and consecrated life. Learn more at joinsarah.org, joinserra.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you, Builder Ken Construction, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken Construction is a commercial general contractor. Projects range from tenant improvements, historical renovations, to high-rise buildings. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. Thank you, Builder Ken Construction, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bows and the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. We're back with the Uncommon Good. Bob Bonner, Dr. Bud Marr, joining you this Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the show. This is the Uncommon Good. And you know what, Bud, like you have hinted at, this is the start of school season. Uh, some people have already started. Some people will be starting very soon. But beyond, you know, this is just the time the fair is over. Uh, and in Iowa, that means school is starting for folks. And uh, we decided to take a little bit of a break from um, what we've been up to uh, here in 2022 to sort of commemorate uh, the, the, the time of the year. It's always a big deal for us, of course, being uh, employed in education, uh, but also because of the central role um, educating people has always played 
in the Catholic Church, and especially the Catholic missions. So uh, we figured it was a good day to take a little bit of a break from uh, the schedule um, with sacrificial leadership and talk to you good folks uh, in commemoration of school starting, which means a whole other host of things are starting, but it should be getting cooler at some point. We'll see. Uh, football should be starting soon, um, but people are going away to college. Uh, people are getting their kids dropped off at school uh, in many ways, even though it's the middle of the year uh, by how the calendar goes. There's so much starting, and uh, we thought it would be good to uh, talk about that on the show today. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I was actually reading about the life of Hunter S. Thompson. Of, I don't, <laughs> and um, so an American author, sort of like latter part of the 20th century. Not necessarily recommending his his works on the air, but in reading about his life, he would get depressed during February. So he was prone to depression. But one of the gigs that he had was writing about sports, and when the football season ended, that was always kind of a tough time for him. Um, I think for myself, I was joking on the first segment, but like when the fair ends, it's like summer's officially wrapping down. But I don't know, like I am a nerd, I'll admit to it. But the start of the school year to me is almost like a new calendar year. It feels like fresh beginnings, like new opportunities. Even as a teacher, you have like a new roster of students, like all these like possibilities. And uh, I just thought it was a good time on the sh- uh, on the show, Bo, to talk about education in the sense like, it's played such a huge role in our lives. Uh, today we work at colleges. We both have devotion to saints who have played like massive roles in sort of like the development of Western education. But I think for me, the foundation of this conversation today is like, this is part and parcel of the gospel. Like what set the early Christians apart is that, you know, they refused to kill their children. They, they buried the dead. They took care of the least of these and a part of the church's social mission has always been education, and not just education for our own children, but for the least of these. And I think especially in the United States, like our college was founded by the Sisters of Mercy. Um, you can see like the way that the Catholic Church really gained a foothold in our country was by saying like, we're going to take on all comers. And really, like it began with the sacrifice of many consecrated religious, and that sort of sets for us an icon or exemplar that we should aim for, even if the exact nature of our institutions takes on a little bit different shape. Yeah, I always like to point out with the Center for Human Flourishing here at Mercy College, you know, trying to imbue the spirit of the Sisters of Mercy. I always say that they have, you, you can see this, two hands of mercy reaching out. Everywhere they go, they end up making hospitals or clinics to heal the body, uh, but they also make schools to uh, I don't know if heal, but you make the mind flourish. And not only in the sisters, of course, is this their sort of bread and butter that, you know, reaching out for people to make them whole once more, to bring them in society, to knit societies together, both through healing illness and instruction. Uh, But you see this all the way back with Thomas Aquinas, of course, much further, but Thomas Aquinas talking about what is the role of the teacher, where he brings up the metaphor of medicine as a primary way to think about teaching. And so he points out that just as a, a doctor doesn't put health in someone, but instead brings about health the body the healthy body is doing something it can do on its own so he points out that what a doctor does is remove uh, uh, illness 
and then um, gives medicine to help the body aid in what it already naturally does. And he says the teacher does the same. A teacher removes error, but then gives examples for students, so demonstrations, so that they can go discover these things on their own. So this idea that medicine and teaching are intimately linked in the Christian tradition, not only metaphorically, but everywhere, like I said, the Sisters of Mercy and the church itself shows up. It's only natural for a place like Mercy College of Health Sciences that does both, that instructs in medicine, uh, that this is you know, something that we, you and I have had the chance to dwell on these many years that we've been teaching here. And so here at the beginning of the fall semester, it's important for us to not only celebrate and uh, you know, give thanks and be grateful that we've been able to be part of such an honorable, vast tradition like the church uh, in, in its teaching role, uh, but to, to praise that, because, you know, like you said, there, it, there is new beginnings. A lot of people really do love the beginning of fall semester. Uh, I think sometimes some kids are bummed that summer's over and they have to go learn again. Um, it's always hard to try to tell the kids, oh, no, actually, you like school. But, of course, that joy of learning and what that truly can be is a magnificent gift uh, if we don't, you know, ruin it for the kids. Well, I think as Catholics, once we pick up that torch and we embrace that vocation, we also begin to have we begin to have to ask ourselves like how does the fact that we're Catholic make a difference in how we educate people? And one thing that I've been challenged by Bo is like the temptation I think in education is to make Catholicism something added on. So you've got like, and people even frame this as like, well, we've got great schools and then Catholicism is sort of like the icing on the cake. So like we pray before football games or all the kids go to mass, obviously two good things to do. But as Catholics, I think looking back to the great like saints who have embraced this vocation, it has to infuse like every facet of the curriculum. So, of course, whenever we talk about these topics, my mind goes to St. John Henry Newman, who wrote one of the most important books on university education ever. But he said, you know, for a university to be the place that it claims to be, so a place where you're giving someone a universal education, it can't rule out theology, like if it does, it's actually like bracketing off part of what um, human learning is about. And if we do that sort of thing, it's not like we'll have like all of a sudden like rational science and we won't be like burdened by superstition. But other fields like biology or whatever, they'll try to answer questions that are proper to theology and just do a poor job with it. I think besides like offering the full scope of what humans learn and, and think about like another big piece of it is giving people goods that are goods in and of themselves. And what I have in mind, Bo, is a truly liberal education where I think in our day and age, for some good reasons, like the temptation is to reduce education to how do I get my kid like a well-paying job or, you know, at the very least, like consistent employment or whatever. Obviously something that like we should think about. But the Catholic Church has always been about giving the goods of education in the sense like it's a good in and of itself. So for instance, reading William Shakespeare, there might not be an automatic payoff in the sense like it's going to guarantee you a certain type of job, but that activity because of Shakespeare's like unique sense of who the human person is and like this sort of like the kind of epiphanies that he can offer us about life and culture, like that's a good in and of itself. And that's a gift that we can offer not only to our children, but to anyone who comes to our doors. I think that's an important part. Catholic education, funny enough, is not simply a consumer choice like, oh, Catholics, go get education with a Catholic flavor. Catholic education, in fact, can be done with no Catholics as uh, the students. 
Because the Catholic understanding of education is, as you said, education is good in and of itself. We are the people of the Word incarnate, the Logos. We believe the Word and learning and knowing and understanding is indicative of God himself and worth it for its own sake. So just to spread that to people who might not be members of the church is good and worthy on its own. And, you know, Newman hits this out of the park by making a distinction between instruction and education. We need to instruct people, but our school, Mercy, does a lot of instruction. It instructs people how to do the profession of nursing. But even places that are professional instruction schools must do education, which is distinct. Education is that virtue of the mind that makes it contemplative, that makes it cultivated, that makes the intellect... uh, sort of live into its own power. Too often, again, even the Catholic stuff, like you said, is like this veneer that we put on in the end. Oh, we say mass, we say prayers. We'll even do this, funny enough, with morality. So we'll act like, oh, the intellectual stuff, that's the scientist, that's everything else. But the Catholic stuff, we'll sort of throw it in a little bit in order to make people sort of be moral. But moral education is still different than intellectual training, uh, intellectual education, And that's something still that Catholics specifically in our understanding of schools do. This is the liberal education part. If we don't understand knowledge as good for its own sake, we will make it, the, the, the sort of technical word is utilitarian, but we'll make it an instrument. And if you don't, you know, Newman makes this point quite clear. If at some point you don't think learning is just good for its own sake, good on its own, eventually you'll make all knowledge just a mere instrument. And then you'll make all people who know that knowledge just an instrument. And then you'll make your students who you're teaching just an instrument. And then, bud, they go off into the workforce used as just a thing, just an instrument. And then what do they do? They burn out, which, of course, is already shows that we're on the wrong key because parts burn out, not humans. So if we have this massive problem with burnout, it goes all the way back to how we think of education if we are only instructing instrumentally or if there's something for its own straight sake, education for its own good. But I blabbered a lot. We're going up to the break. When we get back, I will immediately turn it back over to you. This is The Uncommon Good, and we'll be back right after this. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Golden Rule, always seeking to serve customers better and to create job opportunities within the community. So with the new electrical division, Golden Rule now services all home maintenance concerns. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dr. David Ball from Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. Des Moines Eye Surgeons, 515-255-3546, dmisurgeons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mary's Cleaning Care. Mary's Cleaning Care cleans everything from residential to commercial in Des Moines and surrounding areas. Mary'sCleaningCare.com Thank you, Mary's Cleaning Care, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally since 2012 and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers. Confluence Brewing Company, 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com 
Thank you to our business partner, Big Red Q Quick Print. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com BigRedQ-DesMoines.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at Skeffington's.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new, used, and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Deary of Ames is located just off of Highway 30 at the Dayton Avenue exit and online at DearyAmes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. We're back at the Uncommon Good. Bob Bonner, Dr. Budmar, joining you this Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, but at the end of the last segment, I was uh, preaching a lot. So I'm going to turn it immediately over to you. One last thing with John Henry Newman um, when it comes to education um, that I would love to hear you talk about is the role of personal education in propagating the truth. Yeah, Newman even wrote a sermon on this idea of personal influence, and he's got this great—I wish I would have pulled the quote before the show started, but he said, most of us are not converted by dogmas or doctrines. He saw those as very important, but he said, really, like, if you trace out a lot of people's spiritual biographies, it's through personal influence. Like, he says, like, voices melt us, or, you know, like, the if you think about some— like if you think about to your college experience, like your alma mater, or if you, you know, like if you went to a good high school or whatever, and you close your eyes, you don't necessarily usually think about like the textbooks, however scintillating they may have been. But you think about that like one teacher who went out of his or her way to really make this in, like this this influence in the direction that your life took. Uh, Newman himself, like it's great. He some he had a falling out with like the head of the of 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 Oriel College in Oxford, and part of it was the guy said like it's okay if you keep lecturing, but we're going to take away like mentoring or tutoring from you. And Newman's like, I can't do the work that God has called me to do just by standing in a room and lecturing. Like part and parcel of this is mentoring young people and shaping young minds. And that can only happen in this kind of like close one-to-one contact. And so I think as Catholics, again, as we run our schools, we're going to be tempted by the world, especially in this day and age where like, well, they can just take this Google course or, you know, like, and look, Mercy College of Health Sciences does some web-based education and things. So like those tools, we need to use, think about how to use them wisely. But I do think at the end of the day that there's something like there's, it really boils down to wisdom versus knowledge, but there's something to be said about the important things in life being mediated to us by a master of the craft. And that can only take place through truly personal influence. Yeah, I think that if we believe, yes, that we are the religion of the Logos and the Word, that you know God himself spoke and communicated to us and wanted us to know, and we're supposed to put on the mind of Christ, all these intellectual things said in, in the Bible, but it's also important that the truth became a man and spoke and had relationships, right? The truth is incarnational. So personal influence is necessary because we, as part of the body of Christ, we're going to live out uh, the sort of technical nerdy terms, have a connatural way of making the truth apparent. 
in those relationships. And so it's important for Catholic education. That doesn't mean that everybody has to be buddy-buddy, you know, or like, you know, teachers have to become the class clown or something like this. Um, But I'll just paraphrase one of our good friends and our co-workers here at Mercy College, Lenine Richardson. She always says she wants every student to have someone here at Mercy College that, like, they're their person, right? That if they come up against something that is difficult or hard, or if they can no longer see the path forward for themselves, that someone is there to be personally, uh, not just a cheerleader, but like we said, that personal influence that allows them to imagine themselves as the goal that they're going towards. Not only someone who knows the knowledge, passes the text, or is a storehouse of instruction, but as you said, an educated master of the craft to be part and parcel of what they're doing. You know, for us, it's, it's nursing, it's the allied health programs for all of those students out there. Uh, you know, if you're in college, it's whatever degree you're getting, but even for grade school and high school, it's about becoming a student, right? That itself is a craft is, is a field. If we can all hope to become students and become lifelong learners and uh, it's that time of year. The leaves will be falling soon. Uh, football is going to get started. All those things that we talk about. But we hope that we have uh, a joy, joyous, at least moments of joy, bud, for the students listening coming up as we begin the new school year. This is the Uncommon Good. May Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, reign in our hearts, our families, city, state, nation, uh, world, galaxy, the whole kit and caboodle. This is the Uncommon Good. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> But if people want to pray with us here on Iowa Catholic Radio, what are ways that they can join in our prayer life? Yeah, please join us for prayer. We pray the rosary at 6 in the morning uh, and 10 a.m. and The Divine Mercy Chapel at 2.55 in the afternoon. You can also pray the, the rosary anytime, anywhere using the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And it's good for people to know that uh, anywhere, uh, anytime you want to see what's going on in and around the diocese or what we're doing at Iowa Catholic Radio, you can go to iowacatholicradio.com, listen live, check up on all the events, donate, sign up for things. It's your uh, one-stop shop for all things Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, Additionally, if you can go to Iowa Catholic, uh, if you can download the Iowa Catholic Radio app, um, as Bud's saying, there's prayers there, but you can listen live anywhere that you have data. You can donate there as well. Um, Iowa Catholic Radio is on Facebook. We're on Twitter. All of those ways that you can make sure to be a part of what we're up to. And uh, one last thing, you know, we, we talked about the, uh, we, we were down there at uh, the fair. I've heard a few times even the rain made that a little uh, more interesting than usual. Uh, you know, we, we're out and about trying to be there in the diocese uh, and to see people, to, to have outreach, right, not only on the airwaves but in person. Um, but that really only happens if you all out there listening understand Iowa Catholic Radio to be a ministry that's yours, not just the people who uh, are on the air work here. Uh, It's yours as well. And one of the primary ways to do that is through your material support. We thank all of our donors, but we want to remind you to keep donating. uh, 515-223-1150 if you want to call and talk to someone about it, iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Well, bud, good luck on the new fall semester here, buddy. Yeah, you too, sir. Blessings to all of those students out there. This is the Uncommon Good, and we'll be back next week. The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr is heard every week on wonderful Catholic stations like this one and anytime on podcast. Just search for The Uncommon Good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and The Uncommon Good provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences. Learn more at mchs.edu.